Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Say the question again. Who will be remembered as the better manager? Oh, Whose achievements is, is, is the title for you, Jim? Yeah, smell the title there. Let's, let's, let's go down this road for 10 minutes at least. Let me, let me give you Jose Mourinho's side and you can give me... Look, look how much I'm smiling. Look how much I'm smiling because we've got an actual legitimate title. <laughs> I can't believe it. Honestly, I'm like, I'm so gassed right now. I feel like crying. Honestly, I'm tearing up. I'm tearing up. It will not play the original version of Fairy Tale in uh, New York this Christmas. Is that a good thing, guys, in the comments? Or are we being too sensitive? Is it out of step too far, don't you think? Because I think a lot of people, that's their favourite one. It's everybody's favourite one. It's the only good Christmas song out there. Um, But but I'm not opposed to just muting that bit. The F word is is horrendous. Mm. It's one of the only... word that rhymes with maggot that they can chuck in instead. I don't think there is. Just those two, really. Um, you look a bit like Bob Saget. There you go. They can't see this, no? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can see this. I'll just can they see your screen? Oh, yeah, I've got it. I've got it. No, they can't see the screen. Um, I'm up for. I'm up for. I'm up for a bit muted. I'm up for it being muted. Like a radio. I don't think. For rappers. Yeah, yeah, you, they don't have you don't say the n word on radio, so just mute it. What's the, the yeah. then then, it, then it's fine, isn't it? We've got to lose the whole thing. We've got to lose it all. Seem that does seem harsh. They're but playing, then, but I, is it one of those where again we need to, you know, it's not for us to say. <laughs> it's more for, you know. I mean, I think we can get behind it, saying no. I mean, they're the person that they're, they're being aimed at. But I think we can all just say, let's let's knock it on its head. Not the whole song, though. Just mute that word. That's solved. Problem solved, isn't it? Okay. Right. I'm gonna uh, let's kick off the podcast. Are we ready? Everyone, is everyone ready? Is everyone. Ready? I don't know. Set. Everyone's set. Okay. Um, Reese Williams, groin, hip, pelvic injury currently being assessed. Fabio Tavares, Fabinho, thigh injury, ruled out. Wow. Thiago Alcantara, knee injury, might be back. Trent Alexander-Arnold, calf, shin, heel, injury. All of it, the the entire leg practically. Joe Gomez, knee injury, no return date. 
Mohamed Salah. Coronavirus currently being assessed. Is, Jordan uh, Henderson. Yeah. Thigh injury. No return date. Currently being yep. assessed. Virgil van Dijk. Knee injury. <laughs> no return date. I'm not laughing at Virgil van Dijk. I'm just laughing at that. Just the gravity of the amount of injuries you guys have got. Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. Knee injury. The end. It's wow. almost. It's almost as if no other in no other club suffered injuries before the amount of news this is getting. That's a lot, though, isn't it? That is beef. Yeah, it, it's can't a lot. Take, but can't, fa- can't take. That's quite a lot of injuries. Yeah, especially in one area, it is a lot of injuries. But it's it got just you know, it's got a squad, isn't it? What would be your what's what's your what would you say is the best back four for Liverpool? Uh, Van Dijk, Arnold. I'm just. Um, Robertson, obviously, yeah. probably. I like Joe Gomez, but yeah, probably Gomez. Uh, per- all out, <laughs> currently out, all gone. <laughs> God, what have I do? I've got the mic over here. Can you still hear me? Yeah, that we was. He did sound like a little bit far away, but Sorry, now that's yeah, much better now. Much better now. Um, Liverpool cracks. Uh, McSlash says there must have been an earthquake up north because the hashtag Liverpool cracks have turned to canyons. The reason we speak of these injuries <laughs> is. Was it us, Flav? That's a, the <laughs> first question I want to talk. Did, what, have we cast a spell on Liverpool Football Club? We, well, this and, is, and just this... to be clear, just to tease up a little bit later, I w- the piranhas are out once more about a certain club. If I look at the comments, when we look at the derby games, and they're, oh, wait, 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 this week, the piranhas are out. We've called that in the past. We've backed Solskjaer with a bit of man glue. And look at them return to, to greatness. But Liverpool Cracks was the original. We started it. And has it got well, out of hand? Well, it was a joke to just to find Cracks where there obviously weren't any. And, and um, since starting this, to, just to give a bit of sanity, you know, a bit of fair, to make it fair, to make football fair. Yeah. Just um, yeah, let's football look fair. for Cracks that aren't there. But um, they are there. But it, doesn't it show testament just to how good Liverpool are, where they are cracked everywhere and yet they're top of the league? So, um, you know, hopefully this injury crisis will result in them falling away significantly because when they'll be back, they'll just be flying again, won't it? I mean, I don't feel too sorry for Liverpool. Yeah. Um, of course, the patrons are joining us right now live. If you want to become a patron, there's a link in the description. Get involved. Rob Turner, who, uh, Rob, stick around to the end. I've got a uh, question for you. Um, he says, brave take. If you go two years without injuries, maybe realise you've been lucky. Now, this this wound up a lot of people in the comments last week. You know, they had they had Allison out for a bit, Gomez has been out for a bit, Chamberlain's been out for a bit. So he doesn't he doesn't believe in that. He also says correlation is causation. So maybe uh, maybe it was us, Flav. Maybe it was us. I don't know. We're speaking it into existence. Well, so I'm excited. You know, Man United or to carry on <coughs> is know, that, under is the it, tutelage of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. It's exciting. Is it okay to wish injury on? your opponents is it okay to wish injury or celebrate injury no pain and injury are two very different things i'm not saying you're wishing a compound fracture through a challenge david bustal i'm not saying that mm. but if you wish a cheeky cheeky hamstring grandpa. yeah a little hamstring mm. and you go and you celebrate the hamstring is that fair is that something okay is that within the realms of acceptable rivalry and partnership <laughs> I don't you know. I, like I say, I'm more of a like, 
I'm like a, I'd go as far as, yeah, I want them winded. <laughs> that's, I wouldn't want to go any further than that. Like a bit I mean, of pain, which makes them sort of meek in the game and then they're back to 100% the next morning. That's that's enough for me. I don't want any, I don't really want any, I know the pain of a groin pull. You know, I don't, I mean, I don't want that. I don't wish that on anyone. When, when Kane got, got his that lovely groin injury the, the, uh, last, last year, what's a groin? Beautiful. <laughs> Oh, um, it, but there was every Arsenal fan under the summer celebrating that, and so they should. Why wouldn't you? Just, like, if, if 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 it's just about winning games, though, isn't it? Well, so, you would, so if Abamyang Abamyang did his knee, would you celebrate? If he did a cruise ship, yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, I'd raise a raise a glass. <laughs> Cheers, boys. He he doesn't mean it, does he? I do mean it. Does he mean it? Why I don't understand what the problem is. I don't. I don't why wouldn't I celebrate the team being shitter? I'm not. I'm not having a go at Abamyang as a person, as a human. But you put that shirt on, that rag, you're fair game. I think. I don't. I don't. I, why is that? Am I? Let, let me know in the comments. Am I, am I? Is this? Am I the only one that looks when a when it's a, a one of your opponents' best players suffers an injury? That you don't think that's a good thing? I'm not sure. I, I, like I say, I for me, it's about winning that one game. As a general thought, I'm not sure. Maybe I'm being a snowflake. I don't know. I'm not sure I want them out for nine months. That's it. That feels a bit cruel. I don't want them to have. I don't. I wouldn't wish injury on on him. Okay. Well, that's, you need to if clarify. If it happens, that. I'd look. I, I yeah. I'm not sitting there going, please break your leg. Please break <laughs> your leg. That is what please you're implying. What I'm no, but what I'm saying is if. Not a leg break, something different in there. Right, right. A violent injury. But yeah, a little hammy or something. I'm like, fucking great. Yeah, that, I mean, okay, hammy's fine. I think knees, knees like, that's that's top level, isn't that? That's career ending. I don't think anyone really wants that. I mean, he's got enough money now. I mean, does he want any more money to sign a deal of 400 grand? If, sure, he, if he's... Yeah, but what he did, what, all these people, it, though, it maybe is about we need that. to bring back room 69 because what, what do you expect these people? Like, you hit a certain amount of money and then you just go sit in the corner of a room forever. No, um... The money room. Uh, Rob, Rob Turner in the comments said, did you celebrate the Ramsey Shawcross injury, Flav? For those that don't know, that was a horrific leg break. I've got to say no in that one. <laughs> I'm going to have I'm to not, say I, I think you're missing <laughs> missing the point here. I'm not celebrating the injury. I'm not celebrating that something bad has happened to a human being. I'm celebrating the fact that my most hated rivals, uh, who have caused me lots of pain, are weaker than they would have been if that injury hadn't happened. I think that's yeah. a normal thing to, okay. to no, want. I get that. I think it's, there's a sort of, uh, look, someone's done someone's done a hamstring. They're going to be back in three or four weeks, but they are going to miss the derby game and they're going to miss a couple of other games. It's It'll be back on, for Jim. the Euros. It's fine. And then you quietly to yourself, although you wouldn't fist probably, bump. but quietly to yourself. Little fist so. bump. Yeah. Okay. Shit, mate. All right, so you, let me ask you a question. How many weeks is it okay to celebrate an injury? <laughs> At what point do you think it's not acceptable anymore? What are you still got five weeks? Is that I'm too not, long? What I'm, I'm, you're celebrating it for weeks? No, <laughs> I'm talking about the length of the injury. Uh, not for a, weeks. Is he still? Is he still drinking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bamiang did his knee. <laughs> I don't think it's like that. <laughs> what, do you, what are you on about? <laughs> I'm talking about the length of injury when it's oh, okay to okay, celebrate. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, I think I think six weeks is your, is your is your maximum, and and it needs to be. Well, well away from a major tournament. 
Mate, I'm I'm the only one in this conversation who's being honest here because there's absolutely no way that you go to people's WhatsApp groups, Arsenal fans' WhatsApp groups, and they weren't crying their eyes out when or like with laughter when Son broke his arm last year. Do you think any in these private WhatsApp groups what they're saying to them makes sense? Yeah, point, as long as it's happen. not career threatening. Yeah, you know I mean, I think that's that's fine. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, interesting. Uh, quite of the pod. Let's get into it then. Uh, we have some juicy birds and that action later in the pod. And maybe you're right about birds and that. It feels like it jars to me a little bit. I'm not sure about it. Is it okay for it to be birds and that? Let us know in the comments. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I just let's just to give ourselves the best chance of not being picked up. Maybe. Really. Um, uh, Women and that. No, nah, no. Nah, what about let's let's um, queens, queens and that, queens and that. Inspired by our mm, Catherine, our doesn't, Patreon. Doesn't really make. Um, no. Yeah, because I, I've said that to fans. How about slags and that? But <laughs> slags can be male and female, isn't it? Yeah. Love, loving no. that. Loving that? What about loving that? Loving that. Loving that. That's nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that. Loving that. What did, you, what did you say to your wife? Uh, to uh, I, um, um, I, <laughs> I said once, she was sort of just having a go at me quite often. I was like, I'm supposed to be your king. <laughs> <laughs> and you're my queen. So just mark it, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I bet she didn't like that. Actually, no, did it kind of it calmed her down? Uh, I'm supposed to be your quote, king. <laughs> I'm supposed to be your king. Say that to you. Say that to your uh, your other half. It'll calm them down. No, but she might. See, my in my in my instance, I'm. Um, I would say lucky. It's just the way our relationship is. Is that she likes she likes to be in that role. She likes to. She wants to. She's quite old fashioned, even though she's yeah, only yeah. thirty. Like she likes the role of a woman and the role of a man in the house. Catherine says loving that is terrible. Interesting. Well, let's know. Well, we need a better you, name then. We need a better Catherine, name for the bottom bit. Catherine, you tell us what the name is and we'll say, this is a name made up by a woman and she asked us to use it. It's not on us. Tweet her, Catherine. Yeah. At, at Catherine. At Catherine. Um, okay. Uh, right, quite at the pod. Uh, last week, if you didn't uh, see the pod, I think the sort of main highlights were Flav calling me Enoch Powell um, and, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, us talking about Southgate and if he should stay and if he goes, who would replace him? So go check that out. Uh, it was funny. It was enjoyable. It's a great podcast. Uh, Archie Keane, quote of the pod. And you know it's a top quality football podcast when you hear the words, I've got a glue gun. That's all I can find. <laughs> um, I just realised, by the way. Oh, no, I left my phone downstairs. Oh no, no, it's fine. Okay, because um, we got shark facts as well. So the um, just another what, tease. What are we, just just in case we were losing podcast. <laughs> is there anything about football in this podcast? Yes. Are we talking about yes. There are. Yeah. Quickly, what are they before? T- uh, uh, we're talking about Spurs versus Man City. We're running through the games because um, yeah. there's a few derby games uh, knocking about there. That's about yeah. it. We're looking at badges, actually. The Bournemouth <laughs> badge. We we reveal the true story of that. And there's a bit of um, there's a few rumours love- about the West Ham badge as well. Exciting. James, stories. I love I love that you you just ran rattled through that, but you take a very slow, methodical process of explaining all the bits and everything that's happened because I know what you like, Jim. What do you mean? I don't understand what you're what, what have I done now. No, you, don't, you haven't done anything. You, you've okay. got a new bit in there as well. And that's about football. It's called Wow. <laughs> okay, all right, good. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, there you go. All right, let's go. Let's go. Right, that's let's good. Let's go. Uh, James of Flav Community Page. Uh, she probably choked me out, though I'd like to. Quote well, the pod. Who said that? You said that about some woman. And Tom Dudley, quote the pod. James talking to Flav. I love you, mum. It's a friend and a mentor. <laughs> what? what? Who said, said that? that? I said that last week to you. 
That's a friend and a mentor. <laughs> yeah. All right. Comments of the week. ZC James, the way you're willing to stick with Southgate is why you. Oh, this is great. Oh, this is very enlightening. Please, now I know, and now I can make the changes to make me a better football fan. All right, James, the way you're willing to stick with Southgate is why you support an uns. Oh, he's put a unsuccessful, but I'll go with an an <laughs> unsuccessful team like QPR. It's like sticking with a six out of ten because dinner's on the table when you get home, yet you have nothing in common and she's into basic stuff in the bedroom. No, potch in. Now, thank you so much. That's really helpful because now I can... Who's, so who should I support instead? Because, of course, <laughs> this is what... Because that make me a better football fan if I decide to go, mm, 25 plus years, probably more than that, supporting a club... But, you know, I I need to be better. So I'm going to support Liverpool now. Thanks, ZC. Great comment. I actually think he's got a point. Who should I support, guys? Let me know. Uh, Ryan Morris. Sonny's story. So Sonny is uh, in loving that. Um, we'll get, we've got an update from Sonny about the situation. He thought he was in the friend zone. We don't think he is. We've told him to go go for it. Has he gone for it? Yes, he has. Has it worked out? We'll find out later in this football podcast. Sonny's story, reminiscent of Son's goal against West Ham. He's beaten all the defenders. Now he just needs the composure and confidence to slot it in past the keeper. As a side note, perhaps let the girl know about the reason you didn't join her for the second time and that she can expect the same fierce loyalty. More on that later in the podcast, but the bit I did enjoy from Ryan was, PPS, can we bring back Just Checking In? Seems more important now than ever. Great pod. And I thought that, that was a very a point. good point. So for what those is- of you who don't know, make sure you check in. And by doing that, how do they do that, Flav? Just go into the comments and go, just check it in. Just so we know that you're all right. You're there. You're with us. You're yeah. watching the podcast. You're enjoying it. But mostly... You're happy, and if you're not happy, you can let us know in the comments as well. I mean, don't bring the mood down completely. This is a, a light-hearted relief. Yeah, I think we're looking uh, for but, either a just checking in or a just checking in, and a sentence with just a gentle update on how you are. Exactly. That's what. Yeah, we're nothing. Doing. You know. Uh, Jay Tomlins, class pod, pod lads, but come on, us Brummies can say peg. Couldn't agree more, Jay. I think it's completely out of order, Flav. Flav, you're a disgrace. There's some sort of weird agenda that you seem to have against the Midlands, and it's got to stop. They can use the word peg if they want to. Rob Turner, oh, yeah. a great comment, by the way. He just says six out of tens need some love as well. Very good point. Rob, Very well, that would, suggest, that would suggest that Rob has considered himself more than six out of tens. <laughs> oh, no, I don't think that's what he's saying. He supports both. Oh, oh. It, what? Yeah. So he, he understands Imagine. the love that six out of ten needs. What? Can I just ask? And Rob can answer as well. Anyone out there? If you follow a a, 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 a club like Bolton or or QPR or someone like that, right? Is it? Do you enjoy it? Do you get like? I'm not like I forget the forget the the sort of camaraderie of going to football because of course you enjoy that because football's all the same. But but Bolton have had so many problems. So many bloody problems. Do you ever get to the point where you just think, um, I don't know if I'm enjoying this anymore. If this is adding to my life or is it taking away from my life? Let, let us know in the comments below. The uh, But Nat, Nat, Lo- Nat Lofthouse, though. Huh? Flo? You know? Nat Lofthouse. Winning the FA Cup in the 50s. Yeah, but it, that, it, that might as well not have happened for Rob. It didn't happen for Rob. He wasn't even like... you know, Dad probably doesn't even remember that. So it's just some... 
words. It's just some words on a page that Bolton did that once in the 1950s. It doesn't get any worse than being a Bolton fan right now, right? I wonder where they are. They're 18th in League Two. But like, what's the? I don't, at what point do you? What are you supposed to give up at some point? What's the? What are I the just rules? Think, what are the rules again? I just think you're all pathetic. <laughs> pathetic fans of pathetic yeah, little yeah, football yeah. club. Choose a better club. <laughs> um, no, um, having lived through this is important. All jokes aside, having lived or going through the the doldrums or the difficult parts of your club's history, it does make the highs. It just makes win, just winning an incredible feeling. And the better you get, the harder it is to enjoy your football. So, uh, Rob, I probably, I, it's fair to say that you probably do enjoy it following your club more than I do mine. Not applicable, said this. As someone who has followed the podcast since it started on Ball Street, I love that every podcast starts with a five-minute apology plea to give the pod a chance, even though you won't understand 80% of what is said due to all the in-jokes. That said, if you're new, you definitely should give it a chance. Oh, and leave a like. Sandwich. But <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. <laughs> that, that is great. Uh, yeah, leave a like. Check, just check in. Uh, subscribe to James's channel. And if you don't, if you don't like it, just fuck off. Yeah, leave, <laughs> leave, please. Out. Uh, and final one, as the uh, international, the internationals are done and dusted now, um, and everyone's, you know, there's, obviously there's a lot of focus about England. Let's remember the excitement that we are soon to enjoy. I've sort read this comment from Honjenkovsky, and I thought, yeah, take me there. He said, just checking in, lads. Watching this uh, the morning after Scotland qualified for the Euros and in a state of shock, disbelief. And to be honest, I don't really know what to do with my arms. I feel it feels that weird. I was seven the last time. Sorry. I was seven the last time Scotland reached a major tournament in France 98. I remember we were sent home from school early to watch the opening match of the World Cup, Scotland versus Brazil. It felt like a final. The excitement was in the air. The family hunched around the telly. The nerves palpable. It was Brazil, yes, but we were Scotland. No, <laughs> no, we may not have had Cafu, Carlos or Ronaldo, but who needs them when you have the likes of Tom Boyd, Tosh McKinley and Darren Jackson, all under the stewardship of the charismatic hero that is Craig Brown. I was too young to remember Scotland's past exploits in major tournaments. I hadn't been burned before. I was filled with hope for my country. Looking back now, I remember seeing my dad in the anguish during the game as England did what I have learned over the past 22 years that they do best. Make you believe in miracles only to leave you feeling sick in your stomach with the thought of what could have been. The game ended 2-1 to Brazil after Scotland had went 1-0 up with a John Collins penalty. I remember that. I remember it. I had learned my lesson. This is Scotland. Don't you dare believe. <laughs> the subsequent 22 years since that torrid campaign have seen full storms, glorious defeats and many, if we only had stopped them scoring in the last minute, that would have been good. It's been horrible. I'd resign myself to the fact that it was just no longer feasible for Scotland to reach a major tournament. I'd heard commentators on Radio Scotland cheer for a Scotland goal, then immediately say, let's just hold on now. <laughs> that was the mentality. Let's not lose this. So on the night of the 12th of November, after a wonderful performance from my fellow countrymen, it was inevitable that in the 89th minute, the other team would score. We had been here before. No one was surprised. The whole nation chastising themselves for believing yet again that this could be our time. But then, David Marshall. 
I could talk to you for days about David Marshall, but all I'll say is a Scottish hero now who will never be forgotten. Let's have a night out next June. We're coming to Wembley. What a comment that was. That I is, loved it. That was, that's yeah. what for, I know we joke about it. And we're talking about Bolton or QPR fans, Scotland fans. That is what it's about. Love of course it. it is. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, and, and inevitably getting pumped is what I knew it's going to be about. I knew that was coming. But, but you know, it is. That is, that's magic. You know, I, I, I can imagine. I can imagine how that felt. I would never feel that way about England qualifying for a championship. And that's, that's important because like, you expect too much. Some fans expect too much. And when it isn't delivered, you're just left with this, this just panging disappointment. And then when you do qualify, you're just like, well, I knew we were anyway. So where's the where's the peak of emotion? Where do you get it from? What are we following football for if it, if it gives us nothing? I think it comes from within. It's it's your choice. It's your choice to, to re-engage whatever you're doing. So for me, I was really annoyed on Sunday because we didn't really have a go at Belgium. But you see, you see, us, see us last night, Flav. See us against Iceland. 4-0. Foden, mm. Grealish. Mount scoring goals. No one believes in him. But he's scoring goals. Kane up top. Sterling not even involved. Or Rashford. Something's happening here. We're going to win the Euros. Change your mind. And that comes from within. <laughs> that comes from within. I'm deciding that that's the way that I'm going to live my life. And yeah. you can too. I, 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 yeah, yes. I agree. I, I meant it generally. But yeah. you specifically as well. Uh, new bit. New bit. Ready? Ready? Oh, yeah. Ready? Mm-hmm. Let's see how this one goes. It's called Wow. <laughs> And uh, it comes from Liam Bickerstaff. Congratulations, Liam. You got your own bit. Here's a question. What's the stupidest thing one of your mates has ever said about football? Question mark. Um, That's not a person called Mark. It's a question mark. My mate yesterday said, if Liverpool managed to win the league with all these injuries, they should get a medal. (laughs) Great shout, Josh. And I just thought, I mean, that in itself is not amazing. As a thing, like it's it's a turn of phrase. He's got it wrong, but I think there are some really dumb things mad, that people mad, have said out there. Sort of like mad takes, isn't it? It's like mad, mad just takes, mad. Yeah. Um, so I set that as a task for you guys in the comments, and hopefully we we'll have a nice big fat giggle. Uh, I don't know if there's anything off the top of your head, Flav. For me, I remember someone saying, "How has Richard Dunn not got an England cap?" <laughs> Enjoyed that one because <laughs> well, we were like eighty-five for Ireland. That's <laughs> we also, you also, I think it was mainly you, but I might have not corrected you. I think that's how it went. David Brooks saying he should get in the England squad, but he's he's already played twelve games for Wales. We've had a couple of Welsh moments, haven't we? I think I did. The, yeah. I did the same on a separate video about um, Chris Meppham. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, um, I. Uh, it's like you can't, you can't get more right, can you? You can't get more right. Uh, when I was a kid, I started, you know, sometimes when there's a lull in the sound. So you're in the stadium and you're singing and then there's this lull in the sound, right? So people just stop singing. And at that moment, I chose to scream. There was a game, there was Leeds talking about they're going to win something. And I said, bear in mind, I was fucking 10. The only thing you're going to win is promotion what i meant was relegation obviously <laughs> oh no oh it's a bad one it was a bad <laughs> one because listen once you said it everyone knows you're a cunt and that's, sorry. yeah shit comebacks is great that's a and great then, idea Crap, shit comeback. Comeback. yeah well <laughs> you're gonna get promoted 
Oh shit! And you got. And the thing is, you're in your seat or you stay was standing. Then there's no escape at all. There's no, nowhere to go. Oh, there's God. nowhere to go. You're just uh, there, <laughs> and you've been forced to own the stupid thing you've just shouted out, and everyone knows you're a prick. And you've got to sit there like that, going, "Oh, please stop." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, well. that's um. Who is it? It was um. When they were the other side of the stadium, James, they couldn't even hear me. Why yeah. did they even say anything? What was um? Who was it? Charlie Nicholas, wasn't it? Charlie goes, "Well, you should have gone to Spitzhavers again because you you can't see you because you don't wear your eyes because you're so vain or something like that." It was like really <laughs> terrible, <laughs> terrible comeback. I would love to, uh, I'd love to see that. Right, we're getting close to our derby games, but I'm going to take a little left here and go down the running order, all the way down to Leakley Weeds, because you just spoke about Leeds. Leakley Weeds, M, good name. <laughs> His name's M. Would you ever do that? Would you call your kid? Is That a, that might be a trend down the line. You know, like everyone, I mean, you, at one point, everyone started calling them kids like Britney or, or whatever it might be. And mm. like, what, do you think it'll just get down? Someone will go, yeah, no. call, him, call him Q. What I often abbreviate, like a or, or shorten a, a someone's name by just using the first letter of their name. All like I often do that. Like, gotcha. but, know, but christen them that. Christen them. Christen them. G. T. Just say T. Tone. Oh, tone. Yeah, tone good work, good work. Yeah. J. J. Jimmy. No, got it. Leakly Weeds, I moved to Leeds to start teacher training and have recently begun a placement at a primary school just outside the city. The overwhelming majority of the class are Leeds fans and I'm beginning to get to the end of my tether hearing about why Matthias Click will help get Leeds into Europe this season. I love the idea of these like these primary school kids going. I mean, he's, he's just superb. He works, you know, they work in a three, and he's he's really he really triggers the press for Leeds. I like the idea that that's how children talk. Um, some may say that they're just nine-year-olds who are enthusiastic about their local side being in the prem for the first time in their lives. But as a person wanting to become a professional teacher, I have to model appropriate behaviour. I've therefore decreed that the next pupil to tell me that Patrick Bamford is the best striker in the league will have their free time revoked and will be made to write a report on why Leeds will not finish higher than 10th. Um, if that 10th is, that would be an incredible season for them. I am. Um, I coached. I used to coach like kids in um, in Sheffield when I was at uni there, and I, it blew my mind that. So you go you go into to schools and you do, do sort of like yeah six week courses wherever it was, and there were these kids that I couldn't understand in Sheffield. There were all these Chelsea fans. Like where are these Chelsea fans turned really? up? Really? Yeah, and it really annoyed me. Yeah, and yeah that annoyed. So I at the end of the week we had a tournament, and I put. Um, the three Chelsea fans with the two worst players in that team in that team and then gave and I made sure I ref their games and they did not progress <laughs> no that is so cruel yeah, well. I get it uh, fuck them um, I, I once saw a kid in a full Manchester City strip in Muswell Hill in North London um, everything socks uh, he must have been about eight or nine. Uh, do you know what I wanted to do, Jim? Kick him. I wanted to punch him right so hard in the back of the head. Just know, really... I, just I got, got fucking mad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it, but is, it, it was just... I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I just 
just thought about punching the eight-year-old in the back of the head. I, I I get those feelings sometimes. The um, I, uh, sometimes families spot it as well. We'll walk into like a supermarket and there'll be a, like an eight year old kid in a full Chelsea strip, and she'll go, she'll see me evil him. <laughs> it's terrible. She yeah. um the um the other one wound me up recently. I saw a I saw a dad with two kids, two boys. Um, definitely definitely his children because they look like him, and. One had an Arsenal kit on and one had a Man United kit on. It's just not acceptable. It's not acceptable. So not only not, not only has he let his kid support Arsenal, but he's also let his other kid support United. It's like, it's like literally the, he's made two horrible, horrible decisions. Let Just let him fly. Said, yeah. all right. I think the point is there's no... what. So that kid's been allowed to pick the team that he wants to support? Not on my watch, son. Not on my what? watch. That is that absolutely on in 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 under no circumstances is that a good thing. I agree. Um, who's the best team in the league, Dad? Uh, well, it's Liverpool at the moment. Liverpool no! 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 You'll support Bolton and you'll like it. Okay. That's the way it is. Right here we go. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> what are we waiting for? Where are you going? What did it happen? What did it happen? One or two derby uh, games, Flatford. God. It... <laughs> Imagine this is the first time you watched it. You don't know what's going to happen. You literally have no idea what the fuck, what this podcast is anymore. One or two derby games? What's not to get? You I don't get it. Leave. Loads, loads of people don't care. Don't get if you it. You know, if you're not enjoying this podcast, <laughs> leave. fucking leave. Um, like, like they haven't left. Like they haven't left <laughs> yeah. already. Like. <laughs> yeah, like they've not. Yeah, they've definitely left. They've definitely left. And that's absolutely fine. Uh, let's have a look at the Premier League games this week. Because there are... Da, 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 da. <laughs> Which, of course, means... One or two Derby games. Newcastle versus Chelsea. Aston Villa versus Brighton Spurs versus Man City. Talking about that in a second. Man United versus West Brom. Fulham versus Everton. Sheffield United versus West Ham. Leeds against Arsenal. Luke Ayling goes back and plays Arsenal. Liverpool versus Leicester on Sunday. And then Burnley once again on the Monday against Crystal Palace. And Wolves against... Ding South. dong Monday night football that is. <laughs> we had some good derby games this week. Smith had an absolute belter, but I, I, um, the picture that I screenshotted, that game was for next week, so we'll save that for next week. But it's probably the best derby game I've ever, <laughs> ever read. It was superb. Um, first you... up, let's get into this then. Go. On. Mark eighty eight. Now, sometimes I read these the derby game entries and I go, "That's lazy." Come on. And I read this initially, and then I thought, hang on a minute. There could be a talking point here. Mark 88, Tottenham versus Man City is the arrogant manager derby. Yeah. Now, I, I thought we could sort of dip into that as a talking point because of your Spurs fan, for anyone new who's watching. Of course, there isn't anyone. Um, and they take on Man City. And, you know, life's good for Spurs. Winning games. Taking names. And Mourinho, he's been in charge for about a year now, hasn't he? 
Just over, yeah. Just over a year. Is first question then? Uh, how's that? How's that gone? And what is your appraisal of Mourinho one year in? Has it gone better than you thought it would, or is this the course that you were expecting? Uh, uh, this is what I was expecting when when he took over. Um, uh, has it gone better than the? It's been a weird one, James. Really, to be honest, because there's been it's certain certain I flip flopped on him throughout this year. There was a period where, to be fair, we had lots of injuries. We lost Son and Kane for large parts of the back end of well before we broke up for COVID, and um, I was like, the football was so bad, the football was so boring. I just like I get it. It's so boring, but if we have to watch this football for four years, three years, whatever it is, to win a League Cup, is it worth it? That was where I was at. Mm. But in hindsight, what it was, was he... Because we were still picking up points. We were still winning. We lost a couple, but it was being competitive without our, three of our best players. Yeah. I remember there was um, a, like the Everton... Was it an Everton game? Player? Everton game was the first game of the season. First game of the season this oh, season, oh, which was no, really sorry, bad. I meant, I mean last, I mean last season. I remember there was a game uh, which you, that, you won, but it was the perfect definition of that game where you were like, "Oh my word, this is." Well, that watch. was bad. Yeah. Lots of them. There were lots of them. Um, I can't remember specifics, but uh, Bournemouth away yeah. where we drew, we drew nil nil. Come by Sheffield United, didn't you? That's yeah, we lost badly to Sheffield United. But what what I've realised is that Mourinho doesn't care. He does not care about the right way he he just cares about winning and what his opinion was in that I don't have these players that I need in order to play a more expansive game I've got what I've got and at the time that was Steve Bergvine as our own our own new forward I've got what I've got and let's see let's see if we can eat these points out of these games and as it turns out we ended up calling for the Europa League because he played that way it was just like fuck what's going to happen next season so this season because he's been backed massively in the transfer window, you know, huge signings, um, that you're, you've seen a more interesting way of playing. We still can stink the place up, mm. to be honest, and we'll it's still defend... functional to a point, isn't it? Yeah, we still we'll still defend a one nil win on 80, 80 minutes. Like it, that'd be like, all right, let's close up shop, which isn't kind of quite fit in with the Tottenham way. If there is such a way, it was always like, let's just try and score no matter what time it is. Probably the reason why we haven't been that successful is just there was no real... We were obsessed with this the flourishful the, the, the way of playing with... What was that word? Flourishful. A, a playing with... <laughs> a, playing with flourish. Um, yeah. You know... Uh, flourishful? Yeah. It's not... I think it was... Um, Let's move on. I think I think it's Blanche, Blanche Flower who, who said... Um, football is about glory. It's about playing with style and panache not waiting for the other love other lot to die of boredom which is fine when your head and shoulders are the best team in the league <laughs> and you can you can play that way mm. which spurs were in 61 but um you know Mourinho's a pragmatist and he'll do what's necessary um so to answer your question i've done in a long very long-winded way i'm about where i thought we would be so what's your like your mark give him a mark is he like c c plus b I'd say, uh, I'd say, well, we're second in the league. We're second in the league, and no one get tipped us to be anywhere near there. So I'd say eight out of ten right now. <laughs> <If> we... <laughs> is he a C? Is he a B? Is he eight out of ten? Eight out of ten. Okay. 
Always, um, re always uh, a rebel, aren't you, Flav? See if you like. Rebel. I'm not going to. I'm not going to mark it by be, your rules, James. I'm going to mark it by mine. <laughs> oh, what? I just. I wasn't really. I was trying to concentrate on. Anyway, um, so what an interesting question is. We had to. I had to ask for someone. I had to answer for someone. Another brand. A brand. It's brand new. Brand new. Um, they they asked me uh, who will be remembered as the greatest manager or the better manager when they retire, Jose Mourinho or. Pep Guardiola. Baldy. Yeah. yeah. You, can't, you can't stomach yourself to say his name. You're such a fervent tribal fan. If any other yeah. brands are wanting that authentic feel, give him a call. What? Um, what? Uh, like, and it's got to be, it's, 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 the answer is obviously Jose Mourinho. Obviously. Sorry, what's, say the question again. Who will be remembered as the better manager? Oh. Who will be as the better manager? Yep. Uh, okay, this is interesting. Who's, whose achievements? It's, it's, it's a title for you, Jim. Yeah, I smell a title here. Let's, let's, let's go down this road for 10 minutes at least. Uh, <laughs> he's... <laughs> uh, he's... Um, he's let, me, let me give you Jose Mourinho's side and you can give me... Look, look how much I'm smiling. Look how much I'm smiling because we've got an actual legitimate title. <laughs> I believe it. Honestly, I'm like... I'm so gassed right now. I feel like crying. Honestly, I'm tearing up. I'm tearing up. Got to carry He's, um, they've both won two Champions League trophies. Uh, both <laughs> everyone, of, everyone, everyone right now is going, I wonder where he's, I wonder who's going to go for. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> both Pep Guardiola's came at Barcelona, yeah. where he had the best player in the world. Inherited one of the greatest teams of all time, some might say. Some might yeah. say. Not me. I, I, I would, I'm inclined to agree. Yeah. Um, Mourinho's two came, at, one at Porto with Benny McCarthy up top. And the other one at Inter Milan, on the way of which he beat Pep Guardiola's masterful Barcelona team over two legs, yeah, to get that other uh, that other um, Champions League, stinking the then place out in the process. Mate, he won. Wins a win. Win is a win. That's how it'd be remembered. Uh, what else is he supposed to do against that Barcelona team? And that's I think that's where Pep Guardiola's arrogance comes from. He hates it when teams stink the place out. But he doesn't like it, but because it makes his job so much more difficult. He wants people to just bend over. Like that, that, that time he grabbed Redmond and says, you're better than this, you're better than this. I, if I was his manager and I, if I could fight someone of his physical, you know, prowess, I would have slapped him because that was such a disrespectful thing to do. Don't fucking coach my players. Coach your own bloody players. Anyway, um... Yeah, so he's got he's got, he's done Porto. He's gone. He's got. Yeah. He's, he's got. He's got. He's on point. He's going. Nah, this was good. I've done quite good here. One Europa League, Champions League. Let's go and do it on another country, and then another country, and then another country, and then another country. He gave Chelsea their first league title win in fifty years, and then followed it up with another one. What actually is this even a discussion? This is Pep Guardiola. Pep Guardiola has gone to. Oh, oh, he's gone to Barcelona. Well, he did well because, you know, he's an, he's an unproven manager. You don't know much about him. So, fair enough. We'll give him Barcelona. He's gone to Bayern Munich. He's won three league titles. That's great. Bayern Munich should win the title every year. If mm. you don't, that's a bare minimum. Couldn't get past the semi-final of the Champions League. Pochettino with Tottenham Hotspur did more in the Champions League than Guardiola has done since leaving Barcelona. Okay. So many questions. Right. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> so to go right back to Mark 88 in the, in the arrogant manager derby 
because I'm so so there's a really good documentary on Netflix I can't remember what it's called but it's basically about coaches and Mourinho's in there and he says that Mourinho it's a rule book, isn't it? Rule book. Rule book, that's it have you watched it yeah it's great hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Really good, and I've, what I've, what stood out for me with Mourinho is he said, I, "I don't manage players; I manage teams." And and so it's about getting, it's about finding a way to to win. And the example that he talks about is, I think it's the Copa del Rey, and they play Ronaldo up front instead of on the left because he doesn't yeah. want to play him on the left because he wants he knows Danny Alves is going to be bombing up and down, and actually you just want Ronaldo in the right spot because when they get a chance, they're going to need to take it. And this is before Ronaldo. This is when Ronaldo is that left-sided player. And so he he says it's not about pandering to Ronaldo or pandering to different people. It's about the team, which I think is impressive. Um, yeah. The and the like you say the problem with Guardiola because I'm trying to, as you're talking there, I'm trying to think how do I how do I uh, be devil's advocate here and, and go for Guardiola because I think I, I agree with you. I, I actually think Mourinho will be remembered as a better manager because of, like you say, the sort of millionaire's playground or the dominance of the teams that Guardiola has managed. And so the question I then have is, one, is Guardiola arrogant? Do you think Guardiola is arrogant? And then the second question is, I think you think of Mourinho as he's a little bit dirty, isn't he? He's a little, whereas, whereas Guardiola is this sort of purist, like you're saying about like the Redmond example and things like that. Do you think that the fact that he's such a purist has a f- has um has hindered his 
his management a little bit? Um, <laughs> I don't know. So my is point it... is, my point is right. The reason we're not giving him the plaudits or, or putting him above Mourinho is because he hasn't. He's only managed City by Munich, Barcelona. And yeah. he wants to play this pure, brilliant football. Yeah, did, and there's a general did. idea that he has to be at those top clubs to do that. Of course, yeah. He has to have the best players to do that. But um, not, well, not necessarily. You know, you can get... You see great football um, in lesser teams, but you've got more chance of making being successful with the best players in the league. Obviously, that's, that's the reason. You have the best defence in the league with the best defensive players. So, um, I... I uh, I don't know. I, I think that's bollocks, really. I, I think... Because the point that, is is that there's been moments in the Champions League games. The reason why I would say maybe has hindered him is, one, that, that element of the argument, which he can't get around, like like with Klopp as well. I think he falls down against Klopp when you do these kind of debates because he hasn't he hasn't taken a team beyond their expectations. Yeah. He, and, and so... And then when you look at his failings, generally people go towards the Champions League games. And in those Champions League games, I think sometimes there's a... I mean, maybe other people will use this phrase overthinking, but I think often it's uh, it's the the ability to kind of win those duels that, is, that has hurt him a little bit, which might come down to the fact that he is a purist and so he wants to play his way. And therefore that that's cost him uh, as well. Yeah, but he might be, he might be a purist, but he's not... Uh, and, and it might have cost him, but that's not football. It's not the way it's played. Mm. It's not... It, you know, he might want it to be that way, but and he gives himself the best chance of playing that way because, like you say, he moves from the best team to the best team to the best team or with the best resources. I think if um, if if, he, if Mourinho does it with Spurs, because I, the more I think about this season with the injuries that. that Liverpool have got, with the with the problems that Man City have have had, I think they're tenth in the league at the moment. I think they've only won if they only won three games or something like that. Yeah, it, it's a, there's a real space there for a team that you're not expected to win the league to win the league. And if Mourinho does it, then it then it's over, isn't it? I mean, without doubt. Without doubt. You're yeah. giving us a, the first uh, first league title since 1961. First major trophy since 1991. I mean, you could win it. Obviously, you could win it, but you could <clears> win it. Could we'll, we'll find out a lot in the next seven <laughs> games, seven or eight games. We've got, say, uh, well, on paper, horrendous run of fixtures. Not played on paper, Chuck- though, is it? No, it isn't. Chelsea, Liverpool, Arsenal, Man United, Man, uh, not Man United, Man City, Leicester in there as well. We've got a really tough run of games. You've got to play them all at some stage. Everyone has to play everyone, James. That's so the true. way football Such is, isn't point. it? Really it is point. a good point. Thank you. Um, but if can you win can it? Can you, win it? can you win it though? Can you win it though? Of course we can win it. Yeah. It's not. It's not even a. It's. A, it's, it's. Is it? Is it likely? <laughs> uh, probably not. Um, I would I'd probably put us still third favourites to win the league okay. behind um, obviously Man Liverpool and uh, Man City in the odds. We're eight to one to win it, but just Jose Mourinho, isn't it? You just if you if you want a manager, get you over the line. <laughs> this is gotta, so funny. <laughs> got to be in. Then someone please. Cliff up all the stuff Flav has said about Mourinho at Manchester. <laughs> it's so funny. Well, I get it. You know, you, you've drunk the juju. Do you, remember, yeah. do you remember what I did say about him? He's done. Finished. He's, He's finished. finished. He's finished. Look, I, I, so this thing, this is, this is fucking nonsense, right? Online or wherever. 
you can't change your mind. You can't. Apparently, yeah. you can't change your mind. You made your mind up about six years ago. We're not having it. Anything else you say? It was evolving constantly. I would slag off every other manager <laughs> in the league if he doesn't manage Tottenham. The minute he manages Tottenham, my agenda shifts completely hmm. towards something that benefits me. I'm not about the no one is the bastion of truth here. We're just fickle football fans, and it's our right to change our mind whenever we want. Yeah. If people don't like it, don't watch it. Yeah. Go watch something else on YouTube. Absolutely. I do, um, yeah, I agree with you. Okay, interesting, interesting. Really enjoyed that. But, uh, I mean, this is, you know, six months ago, I, uh, I, I said he wanted him out of my football club. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, final question on Guardiola. Or, or Guardiola and, and um, Jose. Who, because I think in terms of who's going to be talked about once they're both finished, who's going to do, they're going to do articles on, they're going to be asked for interviews, all those things. Mourinho's got that Brian Clough vibe. Like, people will always be a bit excited by him, more so than Guardiola. But Guardiola, 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 I think I probably know the answer to this. Guardiola's changed football more than Mourinho. What does that mean? Like, his style of play changed changed the way everyone played when he became yeah. manager of Barcelona. Well, boring everyone to death. Ticker tacker. The worst, the worst thing that ever happened to football was Tiki tacker. Okay. I'd rather watch Burnley defend than watch 80 <laughs> minutes of Barcelona passing the ball around like it's a drill. Fair enough. I think that everybody, I think that says, everybody says that. I think, yeah. Most people agree. Did you, do you agree? Do you agree, James? Do you not agree? No, I, I think first, like they, the last season with him, I was a bit like, that's enough now. <laughs> No, that's enough, no, put it in the box. <laughs> yeah, just can you stick out? Chuck in the box. Like, we... Five foot seven striker that you got out there. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, no, it was in terms of how they dominated and how they controlled the game. It was impressive. But after you've seen it two or three times, you're like, "Fuck, I'm not watching Barcelona on La Liga show tonight." <laughs> I'd rather not. I'm, I'll as watch as delightful else. as Scott Minto is, and the good yeah, old Terry Gibson. Sure, sure, he's lovely. Declan Murphy also says Tottenham versus City is the VAR derby. It's yeah. true, isn't it? It's yeah, true. It's the true. Right, the um, piranhas are out, Flav. The piranhas are out. Jad of all, Jad of all trades, at Guna JHH, is the Arsenal versus Leeds. The everyone was so excited about our managers at the start of the season, Derby. And there's another one, <laughs> Philip Brown. There's actually two more. Leeds versus Arsenal. The our manager is currently getting a lot of leeway in the media, but if results don't improve, soon there could be a huge shift in their public perception, Derby. <laughs> that's, that's a belter and the last that's one uh, Dylan Leeds versus Arsenal the, the hour managers are actually really good despite what results say we promise so across the board right. we've got a bit of everything there very yeah, very I'm interesting in, I, I'm, I'm interested to talk about this game okay can I just can I just say one thing and then you can go, go on. On. you can say whatever you want the one thing I will say is that with Mourinho I think what you're excited about is uh, a bit more depth in talent to get you over the line, but also the right kind of steel. Steel feels like it's something that's trying to be inserted into a lot of football clubs right now. And mm. there's a talking point in saying, like, what do you do first? Do you, do you get them scoring goals and then sort out the defence? Or do you sort out the defence and then go and get yourself a bit more depth in scoring goals? It, I would say with Arteta, he's doing yeah. it. He's obviously doing it steel first and then he needs that little bit of investment like Spurs have had. And then they've got a team. What are you talking about? <laughs> They've got the most, one of the most expensive front lines in, in English football. What, how much more money yeah. do you want to throw into that front line for it to start working? Not his, not his players. 
Bamiang, he signed a new contract under Abamyang. All right, Abamyang, I'm sure he's happy to keep. But the the others? What, you can't get a tune out of Lacazette and Pepe? Anyway, look, uh, you, you might be right, but uh, do you know what? I, I, can I shock you? Okay. I think Arsenal are going to beat them. And I'll tell why? you why. Go on. I'll tell you why. There, There is a goal, at least... One goal in Arsenal, surely there has to be against what <laughs> At is some point probably, this season. <laughs> what is probably one of the worst defenses in in the league, in Leeds. Um, so there must be a goal in there somewhere, even if it's just a pen. Something like what they'll get a goal. What I do think they'll be, what they are really good at this season, but been impressed with is keeping the ball at back under pressure and breaking the lines. It's just when they get into the final third, it it, it all falls apart. If they can break Leeds' press, which I think they can, because their entire system is built on this. Oh, they'll break it. They can break it and they can win. They can score. Um, uh, so uh, I would say that, that there's an opportunity for Arsenal here because the way Leeds play suits them, I think. Uh, yeah, so I wouldn't say. be surprised if Arsenal win. I think Leeds have lost the last, have lost the last two 4 1. I think I might be right in saying that. Yeah, and, uh, they've Calvin lost Phillips, three of the last five. They need Calvin Phillips back ASAP because I think they've been falling away since that. Uh, since that's since he got uh, got injured. Uh, oh yeah, I'm looking forward to watching that one. Actually, really interesting. Uh, yeah, they should sort of. Yeah, I can see them walking into Arsenal. If you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Catherine Heap said Arsenal were awful against Villa. Yeah. Catherine. Villa, Villa were great, great. yeah. Yeah, Catherine, what is your that... problem? Why wouldn't you give Villa the credit they deserve? Hates the Midlands. Is... Catherine, hates that... the Midlands. Heard it here first. That's the difference. Okay. That's the difference is that you you forced Arsenal into that position. You're giving them too much credit. Give yourself some credit. Yeah. Well, not you, like individually. You did, yeah. you did the nothing. You, just, you enjoy the glow. You just sat on the sofa and watched. So don't, you know, don't start taking claiming, claim credit for Aston Villa, Catherine. Um, Sonny, sorry, I don't know where that came from. Yeah. Sonny, thanks for clearing Sonny, that up. <laughs> so Sonny said, uh, Pepe isn't talked enough about the, being the biggest flop of the decade behind Pogba. Pogba's the biggest flop. I don't think, I think, I mean, a lot of money went into him, but he's been class at times. He's had moments, isn't he? All we say is the biggest flop. I wouldn't go that far. Although Pepe um, needs to, I mean, he needs to, he doesn't always play, does he? That's not his fault. Oh, we'll play. You know, he um, Pepe. I'm actually quite impressed with him when I when I see him play. When when he's when he's on the pitch, I just always think he looks quite dangerous. He's got it in him. Do you know what? He, he just feels like he's a, he's just. I heard someone describe him on a podcast saying he's a five aside player. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I love it. You won't like fans the way we talk about these players. Like we, <laughs> I do it all the time. I'm as bad as anybody. Oh, he's a, a five-a-side player. He's but as in, like, like, he's he, sort of like, he he's tidy, he's got good feet. Like, he's here, but are you really, you know, you pop him on 11-a-side pitch and he's lost? My favourite thing is watching Arsenal fans' reactions to signing a big player. Like, they get so hyped up and so gassed about players. I always just go back to the, 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 the what's it called, the debate show we had on Ball Street. Do you remember? You decide, oh, you decide. Yeah. And I feel like this was time, but um, Robbie described Mustafi as one of the best defenders in the league. And that, just just wait, just wait. Hang on a second. Wait and see. Wait. No, 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 stop, 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 stop. Instead, it's just, oh, it's not the best player. Oh, um, a lot of club clubs do that. I mean, of course, of course. Uh, Tom Cribb, Newcastle versus Chelsea, the two very different nights out derby. 
Uh, that'll be a good one. That's very true. <laughs> you, you've got sure. yourself out in Mayfair. I know where I'm going to be. I, I'd probably rather be in Newcastle. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, Mayfair is it's very stuffy around Chelsea. Yeah. Chelsea. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't choose to go out to go there. I wouldn't actually choose to go there at all if I could avoid it. Yeah, because you spend the whole night thinking, oh, just, uh, at some point he's going to bring this bill out and it's going <laughs> to just break my heart. Uh, Villa versus Brighton. The Brentford tops goal scorer derby. Malpai against Watkins. And they've just, done it again. Brent, Ivan Brent, Tony, he's amazing. He's another one. Another one. They love it. It's crazy. Like, how, how good is that scouting network? Do you know what though as well? Do you know who doesn't get any credit for this? Uh, Peterborough. People are like, do you know, back in the day, it's like Bristol Rovers used to just like churn out strikers. It's like Jamie Curtin and Roberts and others. Kind of. um, now it's it's Peterborough. It's the lily pad. Is like Peterborough to Brentford <laughs> to to a lower to a mid table um, Premier League side that want to play football. Jack Jenkins, Fulham versus Everton is the beautiful example of a proper stadium derby. I just wanted to get your thoughts on that, really. It's a lovely walk. That's what I'll always say with Fulham. And everyone says that it's a lovely walk to the ground. It is a lovely walk. It's nice. It's by the, you know, you're going through a park. It's by the river, especially if it's a nice warm day. Um, I like it. I like Fulham. I like I like Fulham away. I like the fact that Spurs, obviously, because it's close. We always take a massive numbers there. Take a, take the yeah, that's good. Up. There's about eight eight thousand you can take because they'll go well. Well, we've got like a neutral bit where yeah, fans yeah. of both teams can be. So yeah, definitely take some more. They are the softest football club in the league as well. Interesting. A, a neutral bit. Uh, so you just take it all over, um, and you're not far from home. Oh yeah, you're only around the corner. Yeah, that's pretty true. much. So um, it's a bit like of a long it. walk, but it's a great walk. It is a long walk, but it's good. You need to be a bit more active. And um, out of all the walks you can do, it's a nice one. It's up there. How, how, out of 10, how good is the walk? To, to I mean, on, on a lovely, you know, on a, on a, yeah, on a, on a, on a Saturday 3 p.m. Yeah. Saturday 3 p.m., that's a real, that's a niner. In, right there. In, it depends what month you're in. If, if it's like December, at night, it's not great. Then. Yeah, a little bit too long as well. It's quite a long walk. Um, yeah, but, but it, it's a nice the... day. You get into the walk, can't you? Yeah. <laughs> Football walks only on this podcast. Nick Scanlon, Fulham versus Everton is the uh, I quite like this as well. The uh, Americans have a soft spot for us because we let their superstars play a decent role for us. Derby, McBride, and Dempsey uh, for Fulham, and I'm trying to think of an American for oh Tim Howard. Liverpool versus Leicester, which is I'm really intrigued about this game. I think Leicester could do something this year, you know. Cahill. Cahill. He's no, Australian. Australian <laughs> Can't believe I went with uh, you on that. Damn. Um, Liverpool Leicester, which of course is the Peggy R Fixed, won all the trophies, even though he didn't play Derby, which is great. I remember Peggy R Fixed was actually he was a, like a he was like a bit like Tim Krull. He's really good at penalties. And I remember when Leicester won the League Cup, I think it might have been the semi-finals, they would chuck him on, which I thought was a bit harsh on the actual goalkeeper that they had. Do you remember Do you remember an international game where Holland were playing and they brought in Tim Krull for the mm. penalties and took off Vaughan? Yeah. Just for the penalties. That's got cruel, to be so it? annoying for the goalkeeper. Yeah, because that's their moment to shine, right? Yeah, exactly. Krull. That's Tim Krull. Yeah. Uh, Noah, Liverpool versus Leicester. It, this, oh, sorry, this is so funny. So this, I just love this exchange on Twitter. Noah said this: Liverpool versus Leicester is the one of our basic nicknames plus other 
other's team name combined to form a type of cheese derby. Full stop. Sorry. Full stop. And then someone replied, serious contender for the worst tweet <laughs> of all time. I, oh, right. Just a bad one. <laughs> so I went, no, this isn't good. Um, final one. Sean Hutchinson. Oh, not final one. Final two. Actually, well, let's make it the final one. Ben Spanter Walker. Burnley versus Palace. I like this. Opposition fans take a sharp intake of breath and say, tough game that. When you have them away, Derby. Uh, Burnley and Palace tough away game that away can you read the last comment because imagine if he was watching this and he's like quite hyped to get his name read out and then you just you just said his name and then I didn't am, no, answer no I am the reason I am is because oh, right, it's um, right, someone right. I know so it's a good friend one of my best mates uh, who lives in America now uh, Sean Hutchinson uh, he's, he's got one and to be honest I've put this in because it is good but also I've got a, got a story about him uh, which I could tell um, Sean, how close a friend is he because I've never heard of him well, he he left for he went to Hong Kong and then went to America after that after meeting his missus. But he's you've literally never meant never mentioned him. I've I've probably told a story about him, which I'll tell again in a second. Um, the Tevez third party ownership relegation derby, which is West Ham versus Sheffield United. That was mad, wasn't it? That was weird. Yeah, that um, was strange. I just yeah, there's one story I want to tell about Sean. Sean loved back in the day. Now he's quite sort of healthy, but he used to love a drink and he could drink so much. And there's so many stories on Sean. And one, one, a few, just to kind of set the tone. Um, first of all, he would generally start drinking at eleven in the morning. He, on the Wait, walk, to, every day. No, on a Saturday when we were having a big night out. On uh, on the walk to the station, it was about a twenty minute walk. He'd have a bottle of wine, <laughs> <laughs> right? And one of my, one of the, another one, just. To, are, you, are you sure? Are yeah. you sure he's okay? Yeah, he's he's one of those you can just keep drinking, and it just. I mean, his I mean, choices he's... become worse, but he's not like, he doesn't, he's not sick or anything like that. And then this is our, uh, Oli Sage knows this is the nah too easy guy. I'm going to tell that story in a second. So he goes, and the final one, just to add the context is once I was, we had a night out the next morning, he, he crashed at mine, or the night, you know, that night he crashed at mine with another mate. And in the morning he started drinking again. And he had a big bottle of, in the morning he had a big bottle of vodka. And anyway, it gets to about midday and he's been drinking, he just started to go for it again. It's about midday, and I went to go get some squash, and I'm like, where's the squash? All the squash has gone. And Mullen goes, oh, Sean's at it with his vodka. And I was like, what do you mean? He's just had squash and vodka. And he's like, yeah. What do you-? I'm like, I can't get my head around. What do you mean? <laughs> and he went, he's using, the, he's using the vodka to dilute the squash. <laughs> And he's got through a whole bottle of vodka and it was mad. We went swimming to some open door swimming place and he was a wreck. It was so funny. Anyway, the story I did want to tell was that we went to a house party once. And uh, we went to a house party once and he he was on it again. And of course, he's not like that now. But uh, we had to get the last train back. We were up in um, Kentish Town, which is North London. And we had to get the last train back down to Clapham. And he, I might have told you this. But he, uh, I do know this, but it's good. Anyway, so he smashed back this vodka and he's, he's starting to lose his way. I'm like, oh, Christ. And it's always me like, that's the deal with him. Anyway, we were going, right, let's go, quick. We've got to get the last train. Get the last train. We're all like, oh, quick, 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 get there. Get the last train. Just about to make it. We've probably got about three minutes. You're looking at your phone, you're going, or whatever it is. You're going, right, right. And we get to about 50 yards from the station and he stops running. And I went, Sean, what are you doing? And he goes, nah, mate, too easy. <laughs> too easy? I need to get home, mate. Imagine how thrifty I was back then. Imagine how thrifty I was back then. Right. And he goes, nah, too easy. I went, Sean, I'm not doing this. I'm not playing this game. 
He went, nah, mate, too easy. All right, fine, I'm off. So we all go, we'll get on the train, we'll get home, we'll have a night out. And one of our mates, me and Dom, you all know Dom from Great Touch, one of our mates who we were hoping to stay at his house, he said, oh, I'm going now, um, I'm going now. If you want to go to a club, then you're going to have to stay out the whole night because we're not, I'm not letting you in, I've got to get up early for work. And we were like, fuck you, we're staying out. <laughs> so, so we went out, went to a club. After that, we're just hanging around a bit. And then we're in Clapham and we find ourselves, um, we're like, what do we do? So we just went to Clapham Commons, sat on a tree, <laughs> sat by a tree. And we we're like, what happened to Sean? And I was like, oh my God, yeah, what happened to Sean? So I call up Sean and he goes, I go, you all right? He's like, yeah, mate. I was like, where are you? And he went, you heard sort of an intake of breath. And then you heard, you heard a, Wah! and he went, he goes, I'm in the middle of a dual carriageway. <laughs> I was like, Christ. I was like, where, mate? I was like, where are you? I was like, we're sleep. We're 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 gonna sleep on a by a tree. Like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, okay, wicked. Yeah, I'm coming. I'm coming. And I was like, what? He's on a dual carriageway. So we're thinking, like, where has he got to? And anyway, he found a taxi rank and he's got in the car. Got in the cabin. He's on his way back and he called me again. He said, you'll never believe where I where I am. And I was like, where? I was like, where do, what were you doing? He went, well, I thought I was I was walking home. I wanted to walk home. He's in North London. We live in Clapham. It's like that. <laughs> he goes, yeah, I am. Um, where did he end up? Oh, this is going to ruin it. He landed it. Oh, fuck. I can't remember the place. He basically, anyway, what's the place in, oh, forget it. I was like, where did you end up? And he ended up in a place that's north of, like. Of north, where where you were. I think Southgate or something. Yeah, I can't remember. Anyway, basically, he'd walked seven miles in the <laughs> wrong direction. Was it Potter's Bar, actually? It was started with an H. I thought it was like... Hammers... Uh, it was no. like... It was near Watford, Doesn't basically. Matter. It was walking towards Watford. And he Arrow. walked six miles... I don't know. I'll figure it out. He walked six miles in the wrong direction, think he was, thinking he was on the dual carriageway that is the A3 that goes to Clapham. <laughs> that's amazing. And that's Sean. Anyway, right. <coughs> did he make it to you? Yeah, oh, yeah, he actually did. Yeah, he made it back. He made it back and then all three of us went into McDonald's. And, and we went to McDonald's and I turned to him and I went, this guy's got no idea what we've just been through, does he? <laughs> Very funny. Uh, right. Um, I'm going to have to race through some bits here. Mm. Um, I'm gonna, Dominic Cummings, just to say a few people. Uh, we'll, we'll save it for next week. We'll save it another week. Home wins. Um Mr. Nathan, Mr. I don't know if you remember, lads, but I sent in a home win last year. It was about a broken remote. I then bought a new remote. My girlfriend thought I fixed it. I'm now working in Curry selling TVs. The circle of life. Oh, nice. <laughs> Love you lot. Love you wet little slugs. Um, Bournemouth Badge. Might have to, I've got a good home win, but I might have to do it next week. Uh, Bournemouth Badge Explained. So for those of you who don't know, the, uh, the other week we, we were talking about badges. And the Bournemouth yeah, badge what, and how weird it is. Yeah, do you want to do that? So, so yeah. first of all, someone said they wanted to do Coventry. So we'll do Coventry. Um, but we asked you to kind of give us some names, uh, uh, explanations of uh, different badges. Why yeah. Hang on. Um, so here's the Bournemouth one. There it is in the mm. top right. And we saw someone made a really great point that the ear is mm. not in the right spot. And then you mm. can't unsee it once you've seen it. Someone said they were having nightmares from it. Um, so that was born. We, but we found out so the truth behind the badge, which is quite good. Really? Yeah. So David Lurch, great pod again, although it is disputed by someone else. Great pod again. The real meaning behind the Bournemouth badge is as follows. The player who's heading the ball is supposed to be Dickie Dowsett. 
the leading scorer in the 50s. The stripes in the background of the badge represent the stripes of the home kit. Also, the reason that the player is heading the ball upwards is supposed to represent heading for the top. Not super interesting, but there we go. Um, so you can choose to believe that, or you can choose to believe Peter G. He says, when Bournemouth were playing in League Two, they were playing a Tuesday night game against Plymouth Argyle. While warming up, Steve Cook ballooned a misplaced pass into the stand and hit a seven-year-old child in the head, permanently ruining their hairline as a way of avoiding the huge litigation claim that the family pinned on taking against the cash-strapped club. They allowed the child to design their crest. So it's one of those like two. I, I prefer that, but that's the second one is utter bollocks. Yeah, interesting. Uh, West Ham we asked for last week. So let's show you West Ham. So West Ham's badge, which you felt was a bit sort of Cold War-y. Yeah, like the crossed hammers. Um, the font's weird. It's really basic. Yeah, people don't like the font. It, yeah, it's it weird. So you've got your hammers over there. So we asked you, uh, give us your give, describe the badge and why, how it came to be. Uh, and you've done so. So here we go. Uh, West Ham were created... This is Ross Park. Uh, West Ham were created by the groundskeeper at the Queen's Palace back in the day. He was the original home wins innovator. He realised his gift for the first time. He fixed her carriage by kicking the wheel. <laughs> in fact, West Ham was the code he used to inform fellow workers of the home win without the Royals knowing. Think about it. West Ham, WH, home win. HW, the bowling ground, and Berlin. The Royal Roots go way back. That explains the castle and the hammers. It's a reference to the first home win. Nothing to do with the ironworks. Hmm. There you go. Uh, so Coventry is the next one for us. Here is the badge. Give oh, us. God. What is so much going on there? It's kind There's... of weird, isn't it? Right. Let's start with the elephant the with elephant the castle on its back, standing on a football. Like, people say dig out the, the cockerels st st standing on a football like that's stupid. But co a cockerel could stand on a football. That's legitimate. That is a tiny elephant standing on a, on a, on, on a football mm. with a castle on its back. A first aid elephant. It's a first aid elephant. It's a first aid elephant. It's got a castle first on its back. Aid elephant. Got a, is, it, is, it an, is it an angelic uh, falcon and an, and an evil falcon? There's a, one of the falcons on fire. Is it a falcon? Fucking I know. And, and do, bird, you, do you really need that much fire. fabric at the top? I'm not sure. It seems like a lot. Yeah, it's the uh, I can't remember what that's called. It's called a uh, fuck. I can't remember. Um, yeah, it's, it's too much. Way too much. You could have stopped at the first one, really. But what's mm -hmm. the you know? Um, Last critique for me: why... the, bad, the the ball has not aged well. No, that is very much a fucking like that's that is a seventies ball, isn't it? Um, why is there a bird on fire? Why is there a tiny elephant? Why is there a castle on the elephant's back? Why is the elephant black? Why is, why why is the is elephant a first aid nurse? First aid nurse? Why is there a bird on fire? Please let us know. Okay. Ah, Rab Summers. Just in time, Rab. For, for one of the most boring places on earth, that is quite an whoa, exciting bird. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I will not have you speaking about country like that. How dare you? Disgusting. I thought you'd love that. No, You're no. Midlands racist. Oh, the, um, <laughs> no, no. There's literally, there's literally a, a a a a term when you're ignoring someone, you send them to Coventry. You've heard that. I um no, I don't want to hear I, that. I've blocked it. I've out sent, I've Coventry. sent, I've sent James to Coventry. 
uh, which means I'm stop- not talking to you because there is nothing. There's no sounds in Coventry. They turn the lights off at 7 p.m. Street lights all off 7 p.m. in Coventry. And he gets away with it, doesn't he? He gets away with it. I get comments for the rest of my life. Amazing. Birds and that. Love and that. Whatever you want to call it. Louis Williams. Now, this is, this is, this is exciting. Right, have you got to go at a hard half 12? No. Well, we'll, we'll I, get this and I then mean, quickly do the I quiz. Mean, and this a bit. There's the last two bits. We'll do home wins next bit. Um, uh, teacher with the shark facts. Remind me. We'll do it next week. Sorry. I'll, I'll, I feel like I've upset a lot of kids there. But I, and I apologise that. But next week, we'll, we'll go to town on it. Uh, well, hang on. You can do that because it's for the kids. Okay. Well, if, if you Just let me go at... Where are you, I mean, you can do the quiz. Yeah. Just uh, quick fire. Rab's got to be ready. Right. Rab's ready. Right. He's got, I mean, he's got, your, your memories. Memory was terrible anyway. So yeah, Rab's yeah, going to be all over. Long. Yeah, it won't take long. I'll tell you what I do. Well, first of all, shark facts. Um, I don't know if you guys remember. I haven't put it in here. Idiot. Basically, there was a teacher from St. Should I say the school? Well, I'm going to have to because it's on the picture. The Californian teacher who's got his, uh, he's told his class about shark facts and got them involved in it all. Do you remember this? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So we were like, get them to do a picture, something like that, and we'll show it on the podcast. And we are delighted to do so. So it's just, just to say that, just to be clear, Flav, children will be watching this bit. Oh, really? Children what? will be watching this bit. Um, so let's well, they've skipped all the other stuff. The, hopefully. So there, hang on, let's get this right, because... You've earned it. You've what, are they it. going to show it in the class? He's going to show it in the class, yeah. Hello, kids. Hello, kids. Right, there don't grow up like me. Just to be clear, don't grow up like that. So, first of all, St. Luke's fourth Jaffan shark facts. He's got all the gang to oh, yeah. write down yeah. some shark facts, okay? All right. Um, let me read class. The, uh... why, it, why wasn't my teacher like that? Giving, yeah. uh, giving the kids excellent mental nourishment. Mm. They're nourishing your brains, kids. Say thank you to the te- everyone in that classroom. Say, what's he saying? What's the teacher's name? Um, Scott. Say Mr. Mr. Whitnell. Say thank you, Mr. Whitnell, for the shark facts. Say that okay. to Mr. Whitnell. He deserves it. I wish he was my teacher. So lucky here you go. Exciting times. Uh, hey, just a, just a little slug here. I am the teacher from the previous episode with Shark Facts. My kids have worked really hard and think they're going to be famous. I'm going to send you a picture of the work they've done. Oh. There's something derogatory about himself, but it's not important. So the first picture I saw you, uh, they're going to be putting their facts on it soon. And then they did that. And apparently... I. I said, oh, I can't wait to show it to everyone. He said, they've been talking about it all week, literally thinking they're famous. I'm going to screen record the part of the pod and play it to them in class. Thanks. They are famous. You are famous. You are famous. We're all famous in a way, but you are specifically today. So here it is. All the shark facts. Hang on. Oh, no. Let's see if I can get it on there. There we go. Well, read them out. Read them out. Hang on, wait, wait, wait. Because I can't see them. You can't see I will read them out. I will read them out. Here we go. There you go, guys. There, ooh, ooh, ooh. there we go. St. Luke's shark facts. Littered with shark facts. And there's some belters on there as well. So we'll read them out quickly now. Um, if I can get close enough to it, which I think I can. It's just screen lock. You had a screen lock when this is a shambles. What? 
I had to screen lock it because that is as a screenshot. Oh, right. Go on then. Come on then. Oh, it gives, give me a minute. Read them out. I'm excited to see what the kids have done. Okay. Oh, the focus is all over the place. It's, it's heartbreaking. Right, there we go. Okay, shark facts include. Let's see if we've got the names. Naomi. Great white sharks are the longest predatory fish on the planet. Correct. Great shark fact, that. Really good. That's amazing. Um, someone whose surname is Lopez. Sharks can go into a trance. Wow. Yes, they can. Great work. They can. Okay, what else we got here? You know, there's even, if you look, kids, if you look on online on YouTube and you put hypnotized shark, there is a scuba diver who has the shark pointing directly downwards in the palm of his hand and he's, he's holding the shark underwater. It's incredible. He hypnotizes the sharks. Ashton. Oh, I shouldn't say it's the full name. <laughs> no, Ashton. Uh, sharks have 15 layers of teeth. Great fact. Really good shark fact. Great work. Ashlyn, female sharks are generally. I can't read it. Oh. I think it says dwarf male sharks. Is that true? Female Damn. sharks are dwarf Sorry, male sharks. I don't know. I can't read it. Mario, scientists age sharks by counting the rings on their vertebrae. Great. Wow, I didn't know that. I didn't yeah, know that. Michaela, some sharks are pregnant for two years. Great fact. That is a gestation period, into four months, two years. Congratulations. I'm really struggling to read these. I think that's all I can read. Shark, I can't read it. That's all I can read, guys. I'm really sorry. That's not your fault. That's James's fault. Last one, Lily. Hammerhead sharks have a 360 degree vision. Great work. Very true. There we go. It's not your fault that James couldn't read it. It's because he didn't concentrate hard at school. Yeah. Yeah, but that's, uh, my, like, could... that's on me. That's on me, for sure. Not, not your fault. Um, congratulations, guys. You made it onto the podcast, and we're, we're delighted to have you on it. Well done. Very, now now very, back to work. Back to work, guys. Make sure yeah, you concentrate for Mr. Whitlaw. Okay. <laughs> Birds and that. <laughs> oh, please just clip up that bit and don't show him anything else. Uh, right, uh, this is important. Louis Williams said last week, Sonny's 100% definitely not in the friend zone and has got it all to play for, but he needs to act quickly because I reckon she might start to think he's not interested. Okay, uh, we have an update from our boy Sonny. Sonny's also in the in the chat. Yeah, Sonny's one of our people. Uh, oh! Okay, interesting times for everyone involved. We begin. Yes. I hate to say it, ladies and gents, but I feel this particular birds and that saga may have reached its expiry date. Oh, shit. It was all looking so positive. Well, let's wait. He's been... And Sonny's... Uh, what I like about Sonny is quite self-deprecating, like like many of us. Mm. And, and that means he's just not giving himself the props he deserves, which is what we saw last week. Let's see what he says. After watching last week's podcast, planted the seed, maybe... I wasn't in the friend zone. Maybe. I was just scared to go for it deep down. We've been talking as you as we usually do. She asked me to go shopping and keep her company. So things seem to be rolling well. 
decided finally I just had to grow a pair. Take a leaf out of Flav's book to an extent and call me crazy. But I decided to leave out the do you want a bang par? <laughs> he suggested. Hopefully, <laughs> um, Mr. Whitnell's not still recording. Uh, had a plan. Me and one of my flatmates were having a movie night. What do you think about this, Flav? Usually consists of many bevs while watching shit films that we would laugh over and take the piss out of how shit they were. Plan was to invite her over. My flatmate would watch the first film, make up some excuse he had to leave, and I had no idea how. But with the confidence of alcohol, the loose plan was to turn on the charm and see if anything happened. Not a bad plan. Not a bad plan. I sent out the invite. She accepted. Phase one complete. Phase two, get the vodka and the, and mixer in. Pick the shit films. We went for some one-star horror films. Beautiful to watch when pissed. Phase three, get the beard as sharp as possible. Sonny's got a beard. And whack on a hat because lockdown did my trim no favours. Things were going well. Sat next to her. Bevs were flowing. Laugh a minute. The plan was going to perfection. The grafting boots were well and truly fastened on. She'd been replying to a fair few messages on her phone during the film. Drop what I thought was a harmless comment. Someone's popular. She replied. Oh, no. Remember that Marcus from the party? Uh, Marcus. I, I don't remember my brain. him. Name didn't ring a bell. Then she showed me a photo. And there he was. My arch nemesis from the Halloween night. The Joker to my Batman. The Messi to my Ronaldo. More Ronaldo to your Messi. The six foot six tree with arms bigger than my future flexing on Insta. <laughs> His bio included, ready for this? Jim is my second home. Fuck me. That, now we'll get onto this. That's a good, that's, it's good that that is his bio. That gives you a chance for me. Best comparison I can think of is I'm a Glenn Whelan type. Solid six out of ten, eight out of ten <laughs> and a good day, but nothing special. I love Sonny so much. Uh, and he was a Kante. <clears throat> Kante. Uh, highly rated nine or ten out of ten and highly sought after. Then came the killer blow. Been seeing him a lot the last few weeks. Wants, wants me to come over later. God, that must be crushing. Yeah. Dagger <laughs> right in the heart. Um, the master plan came crashing down. The dream was shattered, dropped my mate a message on the sly to abandon the mission I can't lie boys it stung powered through the vodka and put it to the back of my mind and tried to just focus on having a laugh for the rest of the night after she left as my flatmate put in the next morning I became a right little soppy shit and was one of those emotional drunks not my finest hour I stumbled back to my room after a few hours of chatting shit in the kitchen woke up the next morning realising the big fat L life had just given me no happy ending here, boys. Plenty more, more fish in the sea, though. We move. Can it I have to mean... accept my role as a friend for now? Any words of wisdom, boys? It doesn't matter that she's seeing another bloke. It doesn't mean that you won't end up seeing you as well. It's Completely just agree. You... Just, wait, it just wins whether you want to get into that. Yeah. Like, if you like her, then that's a bit of an awkward situation because she clearly wants to... Spread. <laughs> I don't know what the right way to say this is. Did you say spread? What did you say? <laughs> spread. Spread. Just spread. spread. Uh, she, wants, she wants to kind of, she wants to have fun, right? So if you've got feelings for her, Sonny, 
Now, then you're yeah. in an issue, right? But if you if this is just about getting some pump, then um, <laughs> <laughs> then um, then uh, yeah, you're, I mean that that's fine. In, in, enjoy. What I, I'm 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 a little bit worried again about the socially distance here, right? And, and the fact that we're in a <laughs> pandemic and there's just dicks and and funny flying about everywhere. Sure. They're all part of the same bubble, I think. What I would say, can I? What, not the, what the six I don't want to give up on this in the yet. bubble. I don't want to give up on this just yet. No, you've got to keep going. Can Wait, hang on, hang on. No, no, can I just say something? James, you can't keep this going for the pod. It I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I promise you I'm not. I promise you I'm not. Right. Okay. Now, I don't think it's going to get solved by next week, but I had this once where I like this girl and then we all had a big night out and we've, we had a guy, one of our mates was like a Ken doll and she was like, she, she was gooey-eyed for him. Should we say? Oh, that must hurt Jim. It did. Um, and so that's why I say when he says his bio includes Jim is my second home. That's <laughs> that's amazing, Sonny. Don't give up on this, right? Because, yes, she might fancy the dude, right? Fine. But quite soon, she get bored of him because he's probably got the personality of a cornflake. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So what I'm saying is you keep just... Keep your self-esteem together. Keep it cool. Also, did she say I, this? Did she say, oh, I've been seeing a lot of the last two weeks? Maybe to get a reaction from you. Because she put herself out there twice last week. I've got it, Jim. Go on. Only thing he needs to do, if, to just make sure you know, deep down, yes or no, am I in the friend zone or not? You have to pull in front of her. Oh, mate! Listen, that's yeah, that's the way so, you'll socially know. distant, of course. Yeah, later. Um, but ultimately, yeah, that's the way because she will see you as a sexual being. Then she will see oh. you not as a friend, or she will continue to see you as a friend, and then you know you're in the friend zone. There's nothing you can do about it, really. Uh, or apart from a long-winded, slow graph that eventually you get out of there and then you might get into a relationship because she sees you as the reliable one after she's had tons of dick over there. Um, so I would yeah. say... Um, uh, the the question say, is, are you, like, do you want to be a, a penis that she has at some stage or do you want her to be... Do you want to be her final penis? Is what I'm saying, and yeah. and I I don't think this guy's the final penis. I think you could be it, son, if you dare to dream. I we think flirting about is not the worst idea, but be just kind of just... be careful and um keep 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 your shit together. Keep flirting away, like even if she's yeah. with this guy, do not be rattled by it. Do not be rattled by it because what will happen is she'll get a little bit bored with this guy, and you go and you're still. And then she'll sort of go, oh, but well, I probably shouldn't be flirting with you. Then it becomes a bit more taboo. And then she's getting into it more and more. That's basically what happened with me. I was like, I, I felt okay because I knew this guy didn't really have the was thing. Not it, was a, it was a repeat thing. It happened quite often. Like that was the guy that they all went for first. And then when they were, when they were, when they were bored with him and all got, all got cleaned up. Um, <laughs> and, and, so, and that could be you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Right. Good luck. So don't, but also don't don't blame, don't think less of her because of what you know. She's she's having fun. Yeah, I playing agree. around. I agree. Just, just, and just also, I think she probably you wants you to be a bit clearer. It's not over, Sonny. It's not. Paul, over. Paul in front of her. I'm telling you, Paul in front of her. Then you'll know. Uh, yeah, at least flirt. 
Well, yeah, we well, can. Why not? Why not? Uh, yeah, right. You know, Rab, get yourself in here. We'll do the quiz quick. Good luck, Sonny. Give us an update. Oh, Rab's in here. Justice for Rab. Wonderful. Unmute yourself, my friend. It's it's Rab from, uh, was it Edinburgh? Hearts, man? wasn't it? You're a Hearts fan, aren't you, Rab? Yes. Uh, All right, welcome, Rab. Welcome back. I, I talk to you more than I talk to most of my friends, Rab. Mm. Well, then. Yeah, it's like Okay. Result. Now, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, uh, you were, you were, there injustice. was injustice done. Yeah, absolutely, Rab. And, uh, and we apologise for that. Or well, I apologise on behalf of the website. I love, I love the Rab, Rab just went, uh, yes, there was an injustice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a bit like Judge Rinder, this, isn't it? Um, and uh, yeah, so look, what was we, it, what was the injustice? We we asked him how many times have uh, Australia been in the World Cup. The answer on the website was four. He said five. The answer was five because it was outdated. Um, Never got we, all that. But I think we draw a line, Rob. We move forward. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Good. I like it. I like his way. Mm. Um, okay. Right, we go again. You get three options here. Thanks again for 442 for providing the questions this week. Um, f- you can ask Flav, you can ask the chat, uh, and you can pass. Can we get ourselves past the magical number of two? <laughs> right, Flav, can you keep an eye on this? <laughs> yeah, come on, right. You're a reflection of, our, of us, guys. Yeah, come on, for the love of God. Okay, these questions are generally quite hard. Right, I'm going to k- kick off with this. Bayern Munich. Landed teenage superstar Alfonso Davies from which MLS club in July 2018? Uh, I think I do know this one actually. Vancouver Whitecaps. Is that are you locking that in? Yeah. That is correct. That is correct. (laughs) What a moment! What a moment! What a moment! Does it it not freak you out about Alfonso Alfonso Davies? The fact that he's Canadian and he's that good? It's just not right, is it? (laughs) Sure. I mean, I I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's it's, and 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 you thought you when you first looked at Alfonso Davies, you thought, well, he's Canadian, but his grandma's Canadian, and he grew up in Germany, and that's how they made him so good. He's actually from Canada. He has a Canadian accent. Madness. I know. All right. Yeah, it's just like, oh, my grandmother's Canadian, so I say I'm Canadian. He's from Canada. He he was taught how to play football in Canada. What is going on? Their previous best player was Paul Staltieri, and now they've just Alfonso Davies from nowhere. He could retire as the best left back in the history of the game. A little bit concerned here because. What's going on? These questions are quite hard. I think you can struggle. Um, okay. Here we go, Rab. Can we get to two? All right, we'll try this one. Barnsley Gaffer. <laughs> not a good start, is it? Barnsley Gaffer, Gerhard Struber, uh, who joined the Tykes in 2019, hails from which nation? Don't ask me. Closing the name. Uh... Gerhard Struber. You know what, I think, nah. Ooh, it's tempting. No, cause, right, because we had the Barnsley manager come up to hearts, uh, Daniel Stendhal, and I was going to maybe say, nah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass this one. He's passed. Okay, okay. Um, fine. What um, was the answer? Uh, the answer was Austria. Tottenham recruited Denmark's Pierre-Emile Hoiberg in August. But from which European giant? Did Southampton sign him in 2016? 
Uh, I'll go with Bayern Munich. Correct. Correct. That's two. <laughs> That's two. Oh, Come God. on. Something's happening here. Okay. Um, I'm getting a bit nervous now because we're running out of questions. You need, need them to get it wrong. Um, I might have to go downstairs and grab another uh, quiz quickly. Yeah, uh, I'm going to have to do that. Give me literally what? one minute, I promise. Yes. Here we go. Next question. Uh, Man United star Bruno Fernandes plays his international football for Portugal, but in which country did he kick off his club career? Mm. I'm going to go Italy. (laughs) Rab! Rab is correct. He's on fire. He's (laughs) flames right now. Who Uh, wins? Don't worry, sir. I don't know who played for is it not Udinese? Oh, was it not? All right, Rab, <laughs> steady on. <laughs> if it is, he gives a bonus point for that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who is the top-scoring German footballer in Premier League history, having netted 33 goals? Great question. Oh, interesting. Hmm. German. If you want to ask me, I think I know it. <laughs> the chat go, Matthew. Rab is amazing. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll go with Ash Flav. Go on then. I asked Flav. Flav's got to be somewhere, so yeah, you made a mistake there. <laughs> is it, and I, this is genuinely what I believe it to be, and I think I know it, is it Uwe Rosler? That is incorrect. It's Meza Ozil. <laughs> I'm sorry, done. mate. I'm done oh, by no. Go through your rule one. You... Use, use the other one. Use the chat. It's there. Here's would you chat. would you have got would you have got Urzel? Me? Uh, oh. No. Uh, probably not. I would have said Klinsman, maybe. Okay. Well no, yeah, thirty three goals Mr. Urzel. Once again oh. forgotten. The forgotten man. What a shame. Cannot mm. catch a break, can he? That is uh that is scandalous. I'm really sorry about what that. What did Rab finish on there? Three. Wow. What a score. But uh, unbelievable. <laughs> remember you do win whatever you like. Yeah. Come to the, come to the end of the season, you could win whatever you want. Nice. There you go. Right, I enjoyed that fantastic podcast. Rab, well done to you. Flav, well done to you, and well done to everyone. Um, good luck this weekend. <laughs> you were also nowhere near. It wasn't. Uh, is there anything you want to say to finish off, Flav, before we say goodbye? Wait a minute. Fifteen plus nine is twenty-four. No, 20, twenty-nine. He scored close. Uh, no, not at all. Bye.